My name is Tanisha, and this is Keeping My Composure, my new podcast. Fun fact, this is like our third time trying to do this. The first time was a video, and it cut off in the middle of it. (laughs) I'm I'm here with my husband, who you can hear sipping his wine. Greetings, fellow humans. Go ahead and introduce yourself. <laughs> Yo, what's good? You already know. You could talk faster. My name's Antonio, as some of you may know, and I am here. And I am honored to be her first guest on her podcast. Kind of honored. Kinda. I think she's kind of using me. I live with her and I have a studio. <laughs> so I take that back. Fuck you. No. <laughs> uh, what good is being a wife if you can't use your husband's recording materials? Take recording and materials out. And that's what she actually meant. What good is being a wife if you can't use your husband? There we go. Well, shit. Is that what you think of me? Y'all might hear Winter in the background. Winter is our son, and he's supposed to be asleep, but he's made his way from his bed to our bed, and is not asleep, and is singing probably the mommy song where he's trying to get me to come up there and get in the bed with him so we can fall asleep together. So tell us about yourself, Antonio. Well, I am a student, a father, a musician, a writer, a husband, all of the above, and I'm just a chill dude from Goldsboro, North Carolina. If you don't know what it is, you know what I'm saying? You got an Air Force base. That's about it. <laughs> nah. If you know, you know. But yeah, shout out Goldsboro. Shout out to all 200 of y'all out there in Goldsboro. <laughs> You know, damn well it ain't 200 of us. That's more like where I'm from. Where you from? It depends on what you mean by from. My what family's you, from What were you Moncure. just talking about when you Moncure, said? North Carolina is where my family is from. Okay. It's a village of Moncure. There's not that many people there. Country town. Okay. I miss it. You miss it? Yeah. Why? Better people. Better people. Mm-hmm. If I'm not mistaken, they were on TV not too long ago for having a race war, but they were standing across the street from each other. If I'm not mistaken, where we live right now, there's way more racist people than there are in Pittsburgh. I feel like Moncure has a Confederate statue. 
No. In the middle of downtown. Pittsburgh had a Confederate statue in the middle of downtown. It's no longer there. They removed it. They removed it. Now, out here in Jacksonville, I don't know if there's a Confederate statue out here or not, but the way the people are set up out here. I feel like out here, you don't really know what's up, though. In Pittsburgh, Montgomery, you know. Because people don't hide nothing. Because everybody knows everybody. Everybody knows every. Every family knows every family. So there's no reason to hide nothing. Out here, so Jacksonville is military. And if you live here, then you're retired military. Or you just here. It's a very conservative town. Um, oh, yeah. The Stop. The people keep to themselves for the most part, but when they don't, they're loud and rude. Yeah. Well, either way, it's it's been doing us all right about a year out here. But I think it's time to move, though. I'm ready for that. I'm ready to move somewhere that I want to be. Where do you want to be? Home. I would love to move back to Pittsburgh and just chill, but, you know. Marriage requires compromise. I don't mind Pittsburgh. My job minds Pittsburgh. So, occupation requires compromise. So does marriage. Yes, it does. Initially, this is supposed to be about the things that we've learned since we've gotten married, but, you know, in our first little conversation about it. Um, I think it was sort of discovered that obviously most of what we've learned came from the bulk of our time together, which is before marriage. So we've been together for five years. We've been married for almost a year. We have a three-year-old, almost four-year-old son. Um, I think we have sort of an interesting story. I mean, it was I really would like for you to turn around so that I can see you and talk to you. There you are. Hi. I like to see you. So, what do you want to talk about? I mean, we could talk about the marriage, man. Entertain them. If someone asked you, should they get married, what would you say? Hell to the no, hell no, <laughs> to the no, no, no. Now, would you say that because every man that you've asked says no? No, I'll say that because I saw this meme on Instagram and the dude was singing. I thought it was hilarious. Okay, so what would you really say to them? I would say, hold on, what's the question again? What do you think the question was? I want to know exactly what it was. Should if, you or? If someone asked you, should they get married, what would you say? All right, snap a turtle. Um, I probably would be like, if you're asking me that question, then you shouldn't rely on my answer because you're annoying. no, I would be so annoyed by that. You could, you could say, why did I say that rather than tell me I'm annoying? You were going to explain it anyway. You literally said, because so <laughs> continue. So you just want to talk shit basically. I'm replying to you. Oh, okay. Matching your energy. Imagine my energy. Uh-huh. She says that she has a glass of alcohol in her hand. It's wine, and you have the same wine and the same glass in your same hand. All right, anyway, I'm sorry for that interruption. 
Yeah. You would say that because that's how it is. I'll just say, yo, if you ask me that, you got some doubt. So are you doubting it? And if they're doubting it, I mean, I wouldn't suggest it because, like, I think that's dumb. Were you doubting getting married? Whenever I proposed, no. Whenever we got married, no. In the time in between proposing and marriage, were you doubting? Did you have doubts? It was more so I don't want to get married. I just didn't want to. That just wasn't my thing. You still got married? Yeah, but it wasn't a doubt. I wasn't considering it. At a a certain point. But at a certain point, I decided I wanted to get married. So it was never like a doubt. A doubt is like, I doubt I want to do this. No, it wasn't that, though. It was marriage ain't for me. When I got married, I didn't think I I don't want to get married. I didn't think that at that time. Is doubt worse than deciding that marriage isn't for you? I feel like when, when you have a belief in your mind that you don't want to get married, you're not asking yourself them questions, should I get married? Because you know that you don't want to get married. I always felt that way before you. I mean, I always felt that way too. I always felt that I didn't want to get married. Yeah. It wasn't like I was wanting to get married, then I met you and I was like, I don't know. Then decided. It wasn't like that. It was before you, with every other girl I had been with, like, marriage was a, like, most of the time, women, at least in America, they know that one day they're going to get married, most of the time. So me, knowing that I date women, I know that at some point in time, that's going to come up. So therefore, marriage is always on my mind in a relationship, but I never liked the idea of marriage because I felt like it's about control and we can just be partners without having to sign anything and do all that. Like, I just didn't feel the need for it. So if somebody came to me and they was like, should I get married? Like, I'm not gonna tell them no. I'm not going to tell them yes. I'm going to be like, yo, like, pretty much why are you asking that question? Like, are you doubting? Is it a doubt in your mind about it? Because if they sit here and be like, yo, I never wanted to get married. I'm going to be like, yo, like, if you if you doubting it and questioning it, then don't do the shit. Like, take some time to think about it. Take some mm-hmm. time to make your own decision if you want to get married before you even bring that to a woman because if you feel this way and then you tell her like one day then down the road if you change your mind then she gonna be feeling like she wastes a lot of time with you and she gonna be hurt and then you gonna be angry and it's just in a way it's like a mind game in a way when you could have just been like yo I don't wanna get married or you could have just took the time to yourself to figure it out before you even open your mouth. Yeah, or you could have got to know what kind of woman she was. I ain't trying to say every woman wants to get married, but if she was that kind of woman, then you'd be like, okay, well, I ain't going to get involved with this that kind of way because, you know, it's going to be some some differing kind of interest right there that's going to result in us having a negative Friendship, bad relationship, whatever you want to call it. 
See, I wasn't like, I wasn't that girl. I feel like you know this. Like I wasn't growing up the one that was like planning weddings and wanted to get married or wanted to have kids or none of that. That really wasn't in my, <laughs> that wasn't in my plans, you know, since like, like from a very young age. Did it ever change? I think a lot goes into that question because obviously it changed. I married, I wanted to marry you, like I, we have a kid, so. But I think. Whoa, 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 whoa. What? What, what, what does that mean? Like we have a kid. I mean, we have a kid. Like I never, I didn't really want kids. Like I didn't. I hadn't planned on it. I actually planned against it. Like because of sort of the way I grew up, I felt like when I finally got some freedom, like I was gonna ride that shit out. I was not about to have no kids because that. I mean, my understanding of it was that's gone. If you weren't settled down, then you about to be settled down, which I mean, was kind of the case. But I think college, seeing like everybody kind of like booed up and everybody's like, I love you, Dovey. And I somehow slipped into a relationship that I still can't tell you how I got into it. Like that sort of shifted my mindset about marriage because I'm sort of a follower in that sense. Like everybody thought that I was going to marry this person or like that's how that was going to turn out. So it became an option for me at that point. Um, but that relationship ended and I started to get to know, you know, this. I started to get to know myself, um, started exploring the world and, you know, what it was like to be free and all that kind of stuff. But then you came along and, you know, I fell in love with you, and I wanted to be with you. You know that. But I wasn't in a hurry. And then winter came, and then we established our family. And at some point, it was just like, like I, I really want to be married to you. Like, I want to be your wife. I want to... I want to have that connection to you. I want to have that bond. Like, I want to have that established because I feel like it has a level of distinction to it. Like, when you're somebody's girlfriend, all it takes is a word and you're not their girlfriend no more. It's it's a different level of commitment. And at a certain point in my life, I felt like I needed that commitment to continue with this relationship. I don't know, I'm not old, but I'm, I'm 25. Like, well, really, I was 24. We got married, but like we got a kid. Like, I want to build with you, and I feel like it's just dumb to build as a girlfriend because, like, if some shit happened to you and our family needed to be taken care of, any type of dispute would not go in my favor because I'm just your girlfriend as opposed to being your wife and being able to take care of our family. And there's just so many things involved with that. But We could have made a will. I mean, we could have, but we still don't have a will and we're married. I'm so. just saying, like, exactly, we still don't have one. But we could have. Like, I, I understand. Like, I always understood it. I just never agree with that because, like, f 
for for marriage to equal security in my mind, like for marriage to equal security, but it's almost like a a trap, not a trap, like a a, a, a cell. We put we put borders around it. I felt like you can look at it that way, but you can look at anything that way. Yeah, but like when you look at it for it being security. It it saves you in your mind. It saves you in certain circumstances. It also makes people think twice a little bit when they do want to leave, or three or four times. It's a wall there. It's it's good and bad things with it, but all in all, it keeps you secure because like a home. It's like you have protection against and from and and I understand that I understand that about it, but also like. Me, on the opposite end of that, like, I could be good without that and still be happy with you, uh, still make mistakes and move past them with you and make a, have the option of doing a will. I mean, even though we haven't did it yet, but, like, fill out something like that. Sure. You know? You're also a man. Like, you get a different set of... Like, you have a different set of self, like, stability and security. You know, this may be, like, the, what some might say, the dreamer side of me or liberal or whatever, but, like, I hear what you're saying. I see the reality of that in this world in terms of women not afforded the same opportunities. Not as, even that, though. I'm just saying, like, this is just, this is just skin deep right now. Like, I see that. And I also, like, I understand where you're coming from about being married to me. Or a woman being married to a man and having that sense of security, a sense of authority to be able to, like, uphold the family after or if something were to happen. Yeah. Support the family. I get that, you know. Um, But when it comes to, like, myself and my thinking, I imagine if I were you, I would think about it. I will look at other women out here who have did it without that. Who? I would find some. Why? Like, why would like I women, go... Women who... Go ahead. Why would I... Like, what I know is what I see, right? And, of course, you can find um, exceptions everywhere if you look hard enough for them. But if I go by my everyday life in the world that I see on a daily basis, that's what I have to prepare for rather than the exception. Because if, you know, you prepare for the exception, which is one out of a million, then you're not prepared for the rest, which is what occurs more often. All that changes when you change your perspective, when you really change your perspective, though. Because, of course, what you, your regular life, what you see, what you think you're going to see is going to be what happens and what you think is going to happen. But, like, the moment that you, you already know what I'm getting at. The way this, you're looking at me. No, I'm. I was just thinking like this is where we differ fundamentally, like as human beings. Because 
I understand everything that you're saying, and I do believe in changing perspective to um, encourage a different outcome. But for me, that's the limit to that is the world around me. Like, I can't walk outside and be like, I'm going to change my perspective on racism because if I just do things differently and see the world differently, then it's not going to affect me the same way, which is not the case because crazy ass people still exist out here. Racist ass people still exist and they're still trying to do all the horrible things that they've been working to do for I don't know, every day this nation has been established. So like, since the beginning of fucking time. So I can change my perspective on sexism. I can change, I can find all of those exceptions. But in reality, like, that's what's always going to be presented to me. And do I want to fight all the time? Or do I want to make sure that I'm just secure as possible before I start fighting against that? before I start trying to look at the world different. Does that make sense? It does. Like, I have a lot. I, I could say that right now, but, like, I don't want to, like, steer this conversation away from that, from this. Uh, like, it makes sense. Like, everything you're saying, I follow clear. I've had moments like that in my own life, different situations, but, like, now that I'm older... I realize that like all those things that you see from the world, all those things that you feel from people that's like or all, treat you as inferior, or all of the laws that are in place, or you know all of the people that are creating these laws, and all of the experiences people have on a daily basis, like. All of that. All of the tangible things. All of those things. I feel like they are projections of fears of other people, which then makes the shit not really real. And I understand, like, being getting secure. I understand getting secure as you can before you fight it. But, like, at what point are you as secure as you can be in a world full of that? And full so of laws. Full of history. Like things that happened years ago. That's and it's not about years ago. I'm just saying these these laws are have been put in place by the same people who haven't turned for a hundred years, lifetime turns. So it's like this shit obviously ain't going to change in terms of laws. But like it's just one of the things where like the whole feminist movement. I feel like the feminist movement just that's like one of their like things, like progressive change. Well, the feminist movement is for white women. women. I mean... That's something to be noted. Like, that statement, even that statement, the feminist movement being for white women, that's, like, your decision. Like, you can can literally take the feminist movement, the idea of the feminist movement, find what that means to you in your life, and in your actions, and in your actions, portray what feminism is for you. Like... I mean, that's what... That's what I do. That's what women do. But... At the end of the day, if an entire movement changes one law for a group of people that is not 
that I'm not included in, then it's for that group of people. Like, reality is reality. Which we could talk about this all day. It sounds like an excuse to me. Like, I just don't, I just don't understand that. Like, if someone is in your face telling you, like, you can't do this because you're black, and you tell them that's a construct and that's not reality, it's just an excuse, and you used to try to do it, they're liable to kill your ass because they're the people that do that type of shit. Is it just a con- construct then? Is it just perception then? Because no, when you not, say, like, that. all of these things that happen, they happen years ago or decades ago, but, like, shit's still happening today. People are dying today. People are getting turned away at polls today because of the color of their skin and who they are. Like, at some point, the dreamer in you has to meet the reality of the world and then not only dream for a better world, but, like, work for a better world starting with the reality of where it is. Like, you can't fix the world at, my perspective is different and I think it's better than it is. Because it's not. I understand. I just feel like, in terms of a building, you have a building that was made a long time ago. Over time, it gets used, it gets old, it crumbles. But even if it doesn't crumble, even if it was the strongest fucking building in the world that was meant to stand the test of time, eventually there's going to come a group of people who want the fucking land and they're going to fucking tear down the fucking building. And I'm not saying start a war physically. I'm saying like within yourself, it starts there. Like now, yeah, you're right. People still getting turned around the polls because of color and everything, but at a certain point, people couldn't even go to the fucking polls to get turned around. But it started with them having that desire to, having that education to know that, yo, we're the same, we're the same fucking, we're human. But they didn't go into it with the mindset of, let me change my perspective on it. Because it's, no, they, okay, they changed their perspective of from I'm worthless to I'm worth something, but they didn't change it from, they didn't, they like, they didn't do that by saying, let me look at it differently. They did that by being mistreated for so long. And realizing their worth and stepping up and making that change based on the yeah. reality that they were presented. Yeah, but they didn't change their the reality worth. just through thought. Realizing their worth, which was never any different at any point in time. It was always their worth. So at all given times. Like right now, literally right now, the whole marriage thing, even though you're a woman and you may feel that us getting married provides you with a different kind of security, right now, Literally, there's things you can do to... Like, get a will. Like... Stuff like that, but also, yes, like that in terms of having a partner, but, like, you can make sure you're secure before you get into a marriage with somebody, so that way you ain't even got to worry about that. See, but that shit was long gone for us, because we've been living together since I got pregnant. Like, we've been building together since I got pregnant. Like, this is something that we've been working on for a long time. So that, like, if that's the make sure you're secure before you get married, that's, um, all right, we're going to have to live in separate houses, and I'm going to have to figure this shit out for myself. I feel and like that's going to halt our relationship. I feel like it comes with 
education too though like if we were educated properly on it if like people and like parents or even our peers growing up were educated differently and we were able to learn these things at a younger age we would have been prepared for that see that's another feather Right, and we're lucky to be in the generation where we can just get on our phones and Google stuff and get on YouTube and watch different people give different perspectives and ideas and whatnot. And I totally understand that. I think just for me, I've just passed that point of building. Like, if I'm going to build by myself, I'm going to build by myself as a single human being. I understand. I'm sure, like, a lot of women, like, hearing this, definitely agree with you and understand how hard (laughs) it is. Maybe. You said maybe? Yeah. I mean. No, no, I'm sure they do. I have. um, Probably like, "Mm mm-hmm, yep. (laughs) Snap, snap. (laughs) Well, I mean, you know, I have different opinions than a lot of people, so you might think it's a common thought, but it might not be. I know you got different opinions than a lot of people. That's why I fuck with you. No. All right, guys, so that's the end of episode one of Keeping My Composure. Come back next week for part two, and we'll continue this conversation with my husband, Antonio, and we'll, you know, talk about something different, something a little more spicy. Thank you for listening, and quick shout out to Anchor for providing this wonderful platform to um, record and edit and put out this podcast of mine. See y'all, well... Yeah, see y'all next week.